1: Welcome into the DNBR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNBR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds every single day. Bruno, Blaze, AJ, coming at you live in hour, like, 16 of this <laughs> hockey day. Uh, Avs win over the Edmonton Oilers, 3-2 in overtime, in what I... Was this game dope? Yes. Was this game unbelievably sloppy? also yes uh, <laughs> I don't think you can say either team played their best game but it was still fun uh, McDavid held scoreless I believe did he have an assist on Yamamoto's goal I forget I don't think he did
2: I'll let me take a look real fast
1: I at best had one assist on the
2: night uh McDavid was the second helper okay. on that goal yep
1: compared to the Avs Top Guns. Miko with two goals, McKinnon with two, with with a goal and assist. So, at the end of the day, the Avs Top Guns definitely got it done tonight. Uh, uh, This game kind of phased out interestingly. AJ, I'm curious of your 60-second recap of this one.
0: 60-second recap? Well, uh, I think that the Avs really... Uh, played pretty well in the first period, one um, nothing lead after the first, two two after the second period because big mistakes, big self inflicted mistakes uh, cost the Avalanche, but their power play made up for it, and then um, the Abs just made the play in overtime that got them got them across the finish line. They made the play, and a three two overtime win is the result. Two Not points. that it's going to matter, but yeah. <laughs> another row.
1: It is a row, technically. <laughs> don't think it's going to be a big factor. That's the third place team in the Pacific Division. They've beat the first place team in the Pacific in Calgary. <laughs> they beat the third place team. LA's in second, right? So yep. they've just, uh, they just swept the top three teams in the Pacific. Uh, pretty good.
0: Uh, I, I, I don't. Hold on, I'm looking real quick. He's got the thoughts. Loss, the only loss to the Pacific Division, there's only been two of them: the overtime loss to Calgary and the uh, regulation loss to Vegas. Yeah. In like eighth game of the season, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Thus far, and like I know that they have their a lot of their Pacific slate still to come. The yeah. Weeks. Um. Spit on my keyboard, hot. <laughs> um. But I just so far. We've looked at the Pacific, Pacific Division and been like, not very good. And the ads have been like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> very good.
2: I mean, most of the games that they have remaining are against the Pacific. Yep. Yeah.
1: So, we'll see. That's
0: 17 points up.
1: 17.
0: <laughs> That's actually 17 dumb. 17 on, on Minnesota um, with 19 <laughs> games to play. We're talking... We're getting to the point where if they stick right in that 20 point range, maybe by game like with like 10 games left.
1: That they clinch first. (laughs) The abs
0: could be talking about clinching their division within the next seven games if they stick right in this range.
2: Yeah, it's fucking bananas. I mean, they're five up on Florida, too.
0: Yeah, the President's Trophy is going to go down to the wire. That's, That's going to happen. But... They are seventeen with two games in hand on Minnesota, uh, and and or I'm sorry, Minnesota has two games in hand on Colorado. St. Louis has two games in hand on Colorado, but they are seventeen and eighteen points out. <laughs> that's, that's
1: actually dumb. Yeah, <laughs> to be that dominant is actually dumb. Even, yeah, their differential.
0: All the way yeah. up to plus 69 now so that's nice I, that's
1: the nice number and they're they're still at, are they 12 up on calgary now or 10 11 11 okay yeah.
0: yeah they are 11 up on calgary but calgary only has one game in hand yeah so and at, they still have a head-to-head this month
1: at so. worst nine up on calgary and yeah that obviously the head-to-head will make a difference there but i The ABS are really good, and they're about to get better when their trade deadline acquisitions arrive. So what did you do? It's just moving. Oh, your your mic is slowly sinking? Yeah. Sucks to suck, bud. Uh, (laughs) All right. Going through this game, you get two goals from Miko. I think it felt really good in the first and some of the second did he get a little bit lazy in the third or are you living with that
2: I mean I'm I'm living with it I thought he played a way more engaged game okay overall right like there's always going to be times when players just take shifts off but like if you look at the overall production what he was doing the forechecking that he was doing I mean great stick work too which is like he was engaged in this game physical nearly had a hat trick nearly I will
0: say the one time that he got that puck the rebound out in front, and then circled the yeah, back. Yeah, instead of like, shooting it. Yeah, yeah shoot yeah. the puck. I was like, he's got to be the only guy in the world who would have done that, right?
2: Especially a dude
0: with two goals. He's vibing. He's like, mm. one of my goals straight up went off another dude.
1: Two dudes. Like
0: Hit two dudes. The, 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 the universe is my oyster tonight. Everything is going my way. I'm going to circle out. I'm going to pull this thing back. I'm going to see what I can get.
2: What? Well, uh- he also choked up on yeah, one knee, that back door, and missed the back door finish, by yeah. nine to twelve inches. Show the
1: shirt. They want to see your shirt. No,
2: this isn't a shirt. You can't have it.
1: <laughs> this is not a shirt. The rest of you can have. And he cuts away.
2: Yeah, it was a perfect, a perfect cut.
1: cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're happy with Miko for the most part. Great. Going down the line here. Let's try. Let's let's make a compliment sandwich, maybe. Uh, I think we found the floor for Josh Manson. (laughs) Yes. And and look, keep in mind before all of you come at my throat again. Yeah, it's one game. Keep it in a box. I'm sure it will be better. I'm sure he will adjust to the systems. But Josh Manson was terrible tonight. There's no denying that.
0: Oh, you can we can we can talk about Josh Manson having a horrible night and still be like Josh Manson was an excellent pickup for this team. Yeah, I and now, I if agree. he goes out if he goes out tonight and he plays like he did tonight on a regular basis, then
1: you have a problem. Yeah.
0: That's a really, really, really horrible like that's a that's yeah. a horrible deal. And you look real like, real oh rough. Oh my god. Yeah What a disaster. <laughs> yeah.
2: But you can't take this one game sampler as, like, this is what he's going to play like.
0: <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> of course not. like, he was solid your first game. Yep. He had finished with ten hits. I figured yeah. that would make that crowd thrilled. Uh, and then he, I thought he was fine. Uh, not yeah. great, but fine in Perfectly the last game. Perfectly fine, and then yeah. <laughs> he, was a, he was a train wreck tonight. So, trending in the wrong direction. But I also, like... It's fine. Like you're talking about, this is the compromised version of Colorado's defense. Uh, you're talking that this is. Uh, I, th- and I and mean, Ryan, yeah. Ryan Murray gets hurt. Yeah, and they the have to move. Lead.
2: They end up moving McDermott back to D. Like, I mean, that's it. Almost looked like he was winded. And again, he's at altitude. I know we don't, you know, give that too much sure. weight, but there was times where it looks like he just got beat, and he was just like. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Guess. I, I, I don't have anything left in the tank to give.
0: Yeah, and like he spends 20 seconds with Ryan Murray. He spends a minute with Eric Johnson. He spends a minute with Devontaeves. He spends 122 with Kale McCarr. He spends 307 with Curtis McDermott. And then 910 with Jack Johnson. Yeah. Where the Corsi is 13 to 1 in favor of Edmonton. Yeah, it was rough. So like Jack Johnson and Josh Manson got rocked. Yep. yep. Okay. Great. Like, were we worried that Josh Manson and Jack Johnson were going to become a pairing at any point? Not unless Not- you're real desperate. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> um, I'm good with that. I'd also, like, Josh Manson, terrible tonight overall. Yeah. yeah. Still made some nice plays throughout I- the night. Agreed. There were still some things that I really liked with his physicality, but dumb penalty. Uh, to both goals, you can basically look at Josh Manson yeah. and go, "What
1: are you doing, bud? Like, what, what, what are you
0: doing, man? <laughs> like, wait, like, what's actually happening?" I can understand why Oilers fans would be upset with the officiating because any time that they lose, they cry about how McDavid can't draw calls. Like that's that's what it is. The life as an Oilers fan is to be perpetually agreed.
2: <laughs> that's
0: just that's just how it is. So. Don't worry about what Oilers fans are doing on Twitter. That's called existing for them. So, no, ain't, ain't no thing.
2: Right you want
0: to behind- be, be mad about something like... Connor McDavid in overtime. What you doing? Yeah. <laughs>
1: that was a, an adventure. Had a on. chance to
0: get the puck and fly up, a, fly up the wall with the puck. Have numbers. Fell down. <laughs> well... That's, like, that's life sometimes. Like, Dems the Brakes. But that's, like, that's like the first time that the Abs have, have defended Connor McDavid at a really high level in, like, his entire career. Yeah. So... <sighs>
1: <laughs> I, I mean, this game was extremely chaotic for both sides because it was just really sloppy at times, especially through the second period. You're watching both these teams turn it over back and forth through the neutral zone, and it's like, okay. But when you get a really sloppy game like this, with the level of talent that both of these teams have at the top, any one play can turn into, oh my god, real quick. <laughs> so, it's just the way hockey goes. It, I, I thought it was kind of dope, personally, for the record.
2: I don't know how you two feel, felt about it, but... Yeah, it was a fun game. I'm sure the coaches absolutely no, yeah. hated it. Coaches did not love it. I, I mean, sure it, it was a fun that. game to watch.
0: Yeah, I, the second period I thought um, was was like worthy of clawing my eyes out. <laughs> um, I, I thought I thought both of the I thought both teams were horrific in that period. Outside of the power plays, I thought both yeah. power plays were, were both scary as fuck. Were so sick, and yeah. I was like, oh my god what is with this colorado power play and who injected life into it because that has been a lethargic unit for a while i know they've been converting lately but like just the way they've gone about it the sense of urgency the puck movement tonight we're talking they're creating scoring chances from four different guys different angles different different things they're moving them around and like edmonton can't get can't get a stick on a puck and when they do they lose the battle. You know, Nathan McKinnon beast modes Chris Russell. By the way, does Mark Mosher think Chris Russell is the best player in the he, NHL? He did compliment
1: him quite a bit. Holy
0: <laughs> shit. I had no idea Chris Russell was that good until I watched the app broadcast tonight. <laughs> oh my God.
1: I, It was a bit of a weird thing in overtime, too. And I know we're kind of going out of order here, but that's fine. <laughs> because... Uh, Did we see the new helmet rule, relatively new, actually affect the
0: goal, basically? Absolutely, because Darnell Nurse would not be going to... would not be going to the bench in that situation otherwise. And you absolutely... Like, look, you saw it, but there's also... There's also a nice play made by Colorado, and, like, Keoma Carr jumps into that play. They They have to get a little bit of luck, but... I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Edmonton fans are upset about officiating in that situation or what the problem was, because Nurse stood up Kadri. It was good defense, separated him from the puck, and just his helmet just fell off. Yeah, yeah, And like it was just a, it was just a thing.
1: Tighten that chin strap, bud. <laughs> so <laughs> it happened. It's bad luck. That's the way hockey goes. You don't want to run yeah, into and that in overtime, winning red, bud.
0: Hey, you're allowed to defend the play, and homeboy can make a save. Like if yep. they don't, not like a goal is automatically awarded.
2: So, would you say yeah. Makar? Makar kind of book ended this game. Sure. Jumps out at the beginning, shows them what's up. Yeah. I'm Makar, With the initial off the, shot there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The initial shot, and then at the end there, basically, I mean, sets up the game-winning goal.
1: Yeah. I, and I don't. I think given the way he played tonight, everyone on planet Earth was like, he's going to pass this to McKinnon, right? (laughs) Yeah? Okay, good. (laughs) Obviously, McKinnon finished it, but...
0: Well, when David Hard committed to him, Yeah. yeah. it was like, thank you? (laughs) Well, that's pick your your poison. Yeah, a two-on-one, you've got to take something away. Yeah. And he closed on him and was like, okay, well, he's not going to shoot it. And so Makar was like... (laughs) <laughs> this is the easiest pass. I'm gonna
1: make. One here. <laughs> so And it was too. Like that yeah, was He did know, not have to was, try very hard to make that one.
0: Yeah. And McKinnon was just like, okay, here we go. Let's we'll see if I fuck this up. And <laughs> he crushed it. He did not. It was it was awesome, man. It was yeah. awesome.
2: I mean you're I supposed just, to... Oh, go ahead.
0: I, I I think from the ten minute mark on in the third period, Colorado put the foot down
2: yeah, and yeah. treated
0: Edmonton like a third place team. Like that and then I, I'm, so I'm watching that and I'm sitting there thinking when this team gets those guys that they just went and got and they get healthy.
1: They're insane. They're insane.
0: Like I'm, I'm watching the third period where they're defending at an insanely high level and they're not giving Edmonton anything like anything like no, no scoring chances, nothing. Right? Like, they're not doing, they're not generating a damn thing at 5v5. And I'm like, they're about to get Even, significantly yeah. better. Even yeah. more
1: suffocation yeah. at the possession imagine. Level. Imagine
0: the next time these two, these, these if these two teams were to meet in a postseason, you're adding <laughs> Gabe Langley <Landiskov, laughs> Scott, Sam Gerard, maybe Bowen Byrom.
1: Sure. I'd say it maybe, looks fairly likely at this point.
0: Yeah. Maybe Congliano. <laughs> Most <laughs> definitely Arturi Leikkanen. Yep, <laughs> and probably the better version of Josh Manson, <laughs> not the worst version. Of yeah, him. like yeah. they're—it's ridiculous. Right.
1: It's ridiculous to even think about.
0: And and for them to have, for them to have played that like because they weren't very good, and then halfway through the third period, I think the Abs put the foot on the floor, and they were like. All right, it's two-two. It's ten minutes left in regulation. We're trying to win this thing, and they should have in regulation. They were the much better team.
2: Yeah, it's like (laughs) they should have
0: won. They should have won that thing. (laughs) I,
1: I, yeah, I, I don't just. I mean, they could have won this game halfway through the first period with the amount of backdoor plays that just didn't connect for them. Yeah, that's what we
2: were talking about. Like with all the chances that they had, realistically, not like exaggerating this at all. It should be. It should have been like six-two. They had Scoring so chances many chances.
0: Game.
2: Scoring chances in this game all situations 40 to 17. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so no. it should have been 40. Yeah. <laughs> no. 40 to 17. But seriously, they had, you know, yeah. it was, there should have been six goals there that they either just flat out missed or overpassed. Genuinely
1: missing wide open nets yeah. like yeah. So
0: I
2: team's pretty good chat i don't know what to tell you on that front they're like an apex predator just playing with their food like a a shark batting around you know seals before they eat them
1: (laughs) uh we are brought to you of course by late shade with 11 locations here in the denver metro area so be sure to get out there use code dnbr to get 25 percent off your entire order uh, you can jump in online in order for pickup if you prefer that way or of course go in store where uh, they got a bunch of cool stuff for you. so either way, check it out. Uh, they also have uh, the, which one is on the read today? Uh, Wana. They have Wana sleep aids. if that's what you're looking for, they can definitely oh help with that. I know I know AJ's all about those things.
0: I could really, I could have used one or two leading up to the deadline. Yeah. (laughs) I think tonight is about to be the best night of sleep that I've had in a while.
1: (laughs) Oh, I feel (laughs) you on that. Uh, Either way, check out WANA. They're great. Various dosages for whatever you need when it comes to THC CBD. They help you get to sleep super quick if you've never had them before. If you're like me and you have like RLS and stuff and you just sit in bed kicking your legs for an hour and a half, (laughs) try them because it helps so jump on the wanna train today over at Lightshade. again use the DNVR code to get 25% off in store then go to Green Mountain Dental Group get some good dentistry done to your pearly whites get a cleaning x-ray and exam and you get a free Sonicare toothbrush so you can take care of your teeth at home Green Mountain Dental Group's dope everyone who switches says they love it We even had Jesse switch and he said it they were super fast Super great to, to work with for his teeth. So go check out Green Mountain Dental Group. And with all the money you save, go buy a party bus ticket right now for the ABS, April 16th, Avs versus Carolina. We're taking the party bus down to Ball Arena. Come to the bar. You get a party bus down. You get a party bus back. You're drinking the whole time. You're vibing with the fam. You're just having a good old time watching a great hockey game. And it's Lower a bowl seats. Yes, section 120 seats. I heard Blaze is going to bring the whole family. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring the wife.
2: the wife. The wife found out about it today and was like, what's this party bus about? And I was like, uh, you want to come? Because <laughs> it's going to be fun. Thought you were going to get away with it, huh? <laughs> ah, she's fun to ride.
1: <laughs> Go check the DNBRlocker.com for the party bus. It's a super blast of a time. Both uh, the Broncos and Nuggets this year have been loving them. So come enjoy the vibes. Highly recommend. Uh, Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's get to our king of the game here. Obviously going to Nathan McKinnon who has a two-point night, but more importantly the OT winner. And it's more than just the points tonight. All night you you see, and, and Nathan McKinnon knows who's on the other side of the yep. ice, and you see players at that level rise to the occasion. When, when McKinnon sees McDavid, he
2: says, I want to beat that guy. Well, think about it like your whole life you've been compared to this guy. Yeah. Right? Like, so you want to go out there and show them the media, whoever it is, the doubters that, yeah, he might be number one, but that doesn't mean he's the best player in the world right now.
1: Yep. <laughs> definitely true well, not at least not at this game or that this play or whatever it is and paying down overtime obviously <laughs> as we've already talked about but it's it's I think it's easy to forget this year just how good the avs are when they turn the wick up a yeah. little bit because they they've been able to get away with not doing it that often yeah. but when they're going full bore I wouldn't want to be up across from him. I'll put it that way. Nathan McKinnon uh, turned it up pretty hard tonight. Oh, yeah. So it, it, you're starting to see, too, like how many weapons they had. They ran Val the chushkin on the first line tonight. And look, didn't love the finishing ability, but time and time again, they're creating quality opportunities. there. Yeah. I, I, I,
0: thought, told, I, I told Z at one point, I was like, you can tell Valnachushkin has not played with a guy like Nathan McKinnon <laughs> yeah. very much because he had two different scoring chances that he just boofed. Yeah. Because he didn't think McKinnon was gonna give him the puck. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden he got the puck and was like, Oh shit, I gotta shoot it
2: <laughs> That's what we were talking to is Oh go ahead. It,
0: yeah, no, go go ahead. I just that, oh, I, I just thought that was funny.
2: I was just gonna say, like we were talking about that too. Yeah. It was like it's like a timing thing right because like he would get the puck and he was like oh shit i'm supposed to do something with it and he would make a move and it's like the one step that would take him out of the rhythm of yep. that first line and how they play together yeah and that was like the issue for him was that he just wasn't ready for the puck when yeah. it got to him
1: the, the one yeah. cross pass to him in the middle where it's a little bit an escape yeah, sure yeah. but he just kind of panics and pushes it back towards uh smith and net like instead of shooting at the 60% of the open net that he had and yeah I, I, it looked like he was like oh my god Nathan McKinnon actually got the puck over here okay
0: uh. wasn't
2: expected yeah. from <laughs> the the
0: the and cross crease pass was the one yeah that's, that's so the one major. that it's like oh, like, oh yeah. jesus Bro, what is this? Like, you know how hard that pass is to make? He makes a great play, gets it through that, and oh,
2: my gosh. (laughs) That's a hard puck to pick up, though, when it comes through the legs like that.
1: Yeah, but, you know. Sometimes you got to fit, which Rantman had an Agree. easy miss of the night, too. You know, yeah. fair is fair on that <laughs> front, I guess. Uh, yeah. we got to drink these before they get warm. So. Uh, they're probably already they're, warm. I, well, any warmer than they already are. So. All right. AJ Dr. J Dubs, chairs. I don't know what AJ's drinking, a soda or something. Yeah, there you
2: go. Not bad. Cool. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Darren knows That's what he's doing down there. Sometimes.
1: <laughs> The, like, Darren's problem is that, like, if you're going to a bar, it's great because he gives you heavy pours. Yeah. But when I'm trying to do yeah. a shot on a post-game show, don't need a heavy pour. I <laughs> mean, that's, that was better than <laughs> the <laughs> Jaeger.
2: <whiskey. Not> <laughs> <at all>. Yeah. <laughs> if it was a Jaeger pour, I would have been like, just make it the whole. Yeah, just fill it. <laughs> yeah, just fill that glass <laughs> to the top. Let's go.
1: <laughs> uh, going through the night, I do kind of want to work through the defense Kale obviously has the game-winning assist. Did feel a little bit all over the place at times, I think, defensively tonight, but...
2: <laughs> so what? <laughs> I mean, I think they... With Murray at the... Like, they lost Murray, right? right? away, yeah. And I just think they were being overplayed. I, I, you, I felt you were like down everyone to,
1: was overplayed, right? That's what I mean. Yeah. It wasn't just
2: one line. Yeah. It was the whole defensive it, core was overplayed.
1: You're watching their shifts, and you're like... Have Manson and Jack Johnson been out there for like three straight <laughs> minutes? What is happening? <laughs> but, so, even with the injury, the defense got it done. McDermott did yeah. switch back to D with Murray out. Yeah. Uh, so they had 6D, really. But, How
2: had, much ice time did he have? I couldn't. There you go. Uh, that's like a high for him this year. Yeah, well, but yeah, for I'm a defenseman,
1: that's better. still low. But
2: <laughs> uh,
1: going down the lineup. AJ I know you wanted to talk about Jack Johnson so
0: So Did you guys happen to See the reaction shot they showed On the bench after McKinnon scored Nope So I like Reading body language like I think it's Interesting I try not to make a lot Of it sure um, because especially in like celebrations like that, where you're just like, okay, like they're all happy. Like new hook didn't react. He like put his arm up and he was like, business as usual. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and like, you love that attitude. Right. But Jack Johnson was like, so into it. <laughs> like he was like, he's, like, you would have thought that guy just won the lottery. Like he was like, he did Like he was so into it, dude and i'm sitting here and i'm like jack johnson was out of the league this yep, yep. he was this close to retiring he was this close to just packing it up he took a pto and was like if i make the team poo. if i don't care <laughs> now he's
1: on the <laughs> track headed towards <laughs> I've, had a,
0: I've had a great career yep i'm i can i can retire knowing that i gave this my i i gave it my all and and i you know I'm going to be remembered for something awful. (laughs) Which sucks. Like, right? But, like, he was so into it, right? And you're just thinking, like, this dude was this close to being done. And And instead, like, he has carved out a role on on a a Stanley Cup contender. One of the top five teams in the league. I'm even giving you guys out there, like the haters out there, I'm giving you guys a bone. I'm throwing you a bone. (laughs) Cup caliber top, team, baby. A top five <laughs> team in the West. <laughs> no doubt about it, top three team in the West. I, I will not hear arguments. I, I won't rest. give you any bones. The Avs are the Cup favorite. I, I'm top I'm with three team you. I'm in just the West. Saying, I know. I'm just saying. And Jack, and like Jack Johnson is just like he's just like he rocked Zach Hyman. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he played particularly well tonight. Like I didn't I didn't think Jack Johnson was all that good. I didn't think he was bad. I just think every time, offensively, his limitations yeah, just it, go up, apparent. and you're just like, oh my god. And he had like that one sick move where he like cut yeah, in, and yeah. you're like, is he about to do this? Is he about to style on Mike Smith like his nope. opening night? Nope. It doesn't finish it right, and then like gets back in place. Like whatever, none of this is the point. Arguably at fault for the
1: second goal too, but
0: all of all of this is. I'm just saying, like Jack Jack Johnson was just he's just into it. Yeah, he's just so invested in what's what's going on, and I can't stress like we're worried about complacency, we're worried about the abs being bored, we're worried about the abs having to turn it up in too many games where they've just kind of sleepwalked into certain uh, through through certain stretches of yep. but you look at a guy like Jack Johnson and you know that at the end of the day Jack Johnson is like dying yep
1: he wants dying that cup. he wants everything, everything. right off, off into that sunset
0: yeah he is he's looking at the end of the road and he's like holy shit I'm at the end of the rainbow and I'm this close to the pot of gold and finding out if that thing is real <laughs> and if there's a leprechaun actually in it or what <laughs> the deal is right <laughs> And the abs, the way that they treat, like, small players, like, add Yamamoto to the list of leprechauns. <laughs> yeah, that they, they just abuse. Yeah, But, like, I just, I just love the way that Jack Johnson is so invested. Like, you're talking about, like, a bit player. We've talked about, hey, if they get healthy and all their guys come back, maybe Jack Johnson is in the lineup as the sixth D. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. But you have to love that his – his investment this is what it looks like when a team plays for each other when a team when a team is just they're living and dying with each other's success like this yeah and you just i I just thought that it's a small thing so i don't want to blow it up and be like they're winning the cup because jack johnson celebrated an overtime goal (laughs) like you look at you look at that and it's just I think that that's the the DNA that was yeah. missing from previous teams. I think that's the DNA that I think they had it last year too. I think they were really. I think they were maybe a little more robotic than they should have been last year. Yeah. And this year they they feel they, it. A they've loosened bit. up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They,
0: I think that they they understand. Hey, this is a game, but this is. I think they know. This is the their legacies are on the line here. That they have a special group. They understand the moment here, and I think I think they get all that. And then you have a guy like Jack Johnson who's just finishing it up, right? And you're like, okay, we want to win it for that guy. You're about to get Andrew Cogliano in here, and you're hoping you're hoping that that guy rolls in and is like the little wrecking ball that he yep. has been his whole career, and that he takes a Darren Helm job and just goes out there. And just bowls people over and and brings <laughs> that energy. And it's just, it's one more guy that they're playing for. It's one more guy that, hey, I'm blocking this shot because I know that if I'm not out here, Jack Johnson will be. Yeah. That Cog will be out here doing that. You know, Josh Manson is going to put those, Evander Kane's teeth through the back of his head <laughs> if he looks at Darcy Kemper wrong. Like, you just know that they are playing for each other in a really, really different way than we've seen in previous years, and I think that that's the kind of DNA that you try to you try to figure out through a season.
2: Do well, they have this
0: and this it factor? Do they have this desperation as a club? I, and hard I, yes, I, I think I think that more and more we're seeing this answer is being absolutely
1: yeah agreed one hundred percent agreed. I you look at a game like tonight, and you even. Even the big, strong crowd has to go. You saw great hits from Jack Johnson, from Josh Manson, from Curtis McDermott. All of those, even Miko Rantanen laid out Yamamoto. Yep. like the Avs physically took it to Edmonton in this
2: game. Kale McCarr had some good licks too. He did, but he does every night. <laughs> well, that's team. what I'm saying. I mean, again, it's like yeah. that that whole like underlying like the Avs are soft. It's just not true anymore. It's not that I, I don't know if it was ever true, but it's definitely not true
1: now.
0: Darren hits hits from Colorado's defense tonight. Jack Johnson two, Devontae's three, Keo McCarr one, Josh Manson three, Curtis McDermott seven.
2: Wow,
1: running dudes. So.
0: And I'm just look more and more. You see, they have this DNA that if they need to get into a physical game, yeah, they'll do whatever they'll they, they have to do. There's no Look at how they look how they played Los Angeles just last week in yep. LA. Yep. LA wanted to play a, a slow it down, grind it out, physical kind of game. And the Avs
1: Colorado said started. fine. Cool. And we're I think
2: good.
1: I think we that's that. more true than ever is we're no longer talking about the Avs playing their style of game. We're talking about the will do literally whatever and beat
2: you. Yeah, they're the chameleon of yeah. hockey now, which is awesome like they have different ways to beat you, which is like scary, right? For another <laughs> coach going, "Okay, how are we going to game plan uh-huh. for these guys?" Because when you have a game plan and you stick to it and then all of a sudden they change it, right? You're screwed as a team. <laughs> I, I just well, think, like, from the the national media side, too, like, listening to other, like, teams' podcasts, you know, talking about playing the Avalanche, last year it was, like, you just hit them. Just keep yeah. hitting them to death. This year it's, they're scary to play against because <laughs> they can beat you in different ways. If you want to play a physical game, they'll play it with you. I, I I tweeted it the other day,
1: but it feels like especially a lot of the lesser teams around the league look at the schedule and see the abs and go, it's going to just going to pencil in an L <laughs> right there and we're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> so
2: it's weird not too because as we're getting further into the season as well, like obviously the, you know, the scores you're going to see in the next two months are going to come down. Like, for sure. They the games do. are going to get closer, especially with the contenders, because they're going to start getting ready for the playoffs. Um, and the Abs are just posed to like play that game, that close game and beat you in a mistake that you make make you pay for that mistake like and as you see the progression of the abs just moving on like i just don't see as a fan how you could just say like you're concerned about this team right now yeah i i don't know
0: well do you remember so one of the points that i've made this year is when you feel like the abs have played a quality game how many times have they lost
2: right very few very very few it was
0: basically None. Yeah. yeah. Uh the Carolina game was yep. one yeah. that they look, they just got beat in that game. Took yeah, but you're not, you're not you're not looking yeah. at that
2: game right and saying they played shitty. They just No, lost, like, you're a not game.
0: you're looking you're not looking at that game. You don't feel bad about anything that you could control in that game. Right. A bad bounce beats you. Carolina's happy with it. They feel good and that's all good. But you feel like you feel like it was all good the yeah. overtime loss to Calgary at home before that like you had two of your best players combine to do something impossibly stupid in overtime <laughs> we're talking about that tonight
2: <laughs> and
0: that lost you that game but you're never going to play in 3 on 3 in in the playoffs so right. you know, even in that game you're feeling like okay don't don't care about like they played a great game that night they just had a they had a a, a stupid finish that would not be translatable to the postseason.
1: Certainly not a seven game series of that yeah. happening. Yeah.
0: And that's about it. Otherwise you're looking at all the other really tight, highly competitive games. And they've won pretty
1: much all of them, yeah. All of them. Yep. It's true. Um I
0: think I think the first I think the only one before the those two games that you could go back and point to may have been in Florida.
1: Yeah the one they that lost Eastern, early in that the year
0: yeah. road trip at the beginning of the year. And uh, that's, where, that's where I'm like, look, somebody in chat said the the, the strategy against the Avs seems to be hope they have a night off. And, like, I'm sure it was partially said in jest, but also. Kind of yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it rings true. Like, absolutely. So. because Because when Colorado has played their A game, and look, you look at a night like tonight. They didn't play their A game all night but when you, when they got to the second half of the third period, they dropped the hammer and Edmonton had no response. we to talk about not adjusting and not responding and blah, blah. There was nothing. There was no, there was almost no pushback. They had a shift with it that got into Colorado zone. And I was like, how long
1: has it been? Their response was mostly hoping the abs keep missing the net, like genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> but I, we are brought to you by athletic greens. Uh, If you've had a day as long as I've had, you probably need this to get up and going in the morning. So be sure to check it out today. They have 75 vitamins and minerals, a bunch of other awesome stuff like probiotics and uh, other things that are way too smart for me, like antigens and and all sorts of other crazy (laughs) stuff that I don't... All I know is I drink it in the mornings and I feel better, which is good because I have to drink whatever Blaze feeds me at the bar. So... (laughs) Sometimes That's I need right. a little pick me up at home. Does exactly that for you. It's super good for you. Multiple athletes across the world use this stuff as their fuel for all their workouts and all that stuff. It's just one scoop in a cup of water in the morning. You drink it and it gives you everything you need to be healthy. You don't have to do all the crazy whatever Blaze is doing like keto diet or whatever the hell he's on now i'm
2: just trying to get in shape for some stupid hockey tournaments and whatever but just don't tell jesse that you have this stuff because he, he will steal will, it from he will break up. into your house and steal. he it will
1: straight up steal it from you if you <laughs> if you let him know so be sure to get it today go to athleticgreens.com slash avalanche to let him know we sent you over there take control of your health right now especially with blue season coming up here It will help prepare your immune system for all of that nastiness. So athleticgreens.com slash Avalanche. Get a purchase in today. They'll also give you a five-pack supply of on-the-go packets as well, so you can take it when you're traveling. Super dope stuff there. And on the other side of that conversation, Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Beers at night at the bar, Athletic Greens in the morning. Good to go. You can get Breck Brew at your local liquor store. Use their Breck Beer Locator online to find it at a local place near you. Jump on it. They have a bunch of amazing flavors. Can't recommend them all enough. Of course, I'm partial to the Avalanche. It's what I like to drink. Did you
2: drink all of them that were up here tonight?
1: There's another case in the back. It's fine. It's fine. We got more. No big deal. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Third period of the DNBR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We got some super chats to get to. $14 Canadian from Hartle. Uh, I probably said your name wrong. I'm sorry. Looking forward to dunking on all my friends who are Oilers friends (laughs) tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Go hard on that. That's the best part. Go hard on that for sure. Thank you very much. Five bucks from Colton. He just says, hi, Hart. Hi,
0: I know. Uh, speaking of uh, Oilers friends, but our fr- old friend Dario, uh, <laughs> the wife's an Oilers to, fan. Yeah, yeah. Married to an Oilers fan was at the game with her tonight. Oh, that's and great! And
2: <laughs>
0: I hope they're listening to this pod on the drive home. Shout out, Dario. That's the best silence ever. <laughs> you're,
1: you're, telling, you're telling me that if I go to couples therapy earlier today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, $5 from Josh. This team is better than last year. I know anything can happen in the playoffs. Uh, I can't read that because something's covering it up.
0: In the playoffs, but I'm confident, McWho?
1: Uh-huh. Aha. Yeah, got him. McKinnon got a sneaking a in there but you know nice five dollars from andrew uh doesn't does and i assume you mean aj love winnipeg food what's local cuisine besides poutine
0: let me tell you we had the worst pizza. fucking of, go <laughs> the worst pizza
2: of all time <laughs> yesterday and today
1: AJ genuinely has like
2: thirty food. Uh, Was it from from the same place? Because second time, it's your fucking fault. So you know. No,
0: we've never been to this place. We went to this place because we also wanted some other things that were on the menu, and every single thing that we wanted on the menu, like none of it was. It just—I don't want to put them on blast. Um, Not that it would matter, because it's not like we have any pull in Winnipeg. But um, uh, we will not be. Returning <laughs> using their services ever again. It what was,
2: what what was wrong with it,
0: dude? So the pizza. So I when I was growing up in Katy, we went to a roller skating rink uh, for a lot of fun, and it was where we played our roller hockey and where we spent all of our Fridays. And because it was a dollar to get in to go skating for three hours after school, so that's what we did. And they made really shitty pizza for three dollars. <laughs> And it
2: tasted like that.
1: So like cardboard, basically? Yep. It tasted
0: exactly like cardboard, <laughs> and they gave me the wrong toppings on top of oh, that. So it, it was just, it was it was so, it was truly, what? truly so awful. What was the good,
1: it was like Puerto Rican breakfast or something?
0: Oh, was Filipino the, breakfast. Filipinos? We actually had some the other like day. Yeah. Uh, we had some Filipino food the other day. And let me tell you, the, Fili- the Filipino food here is amazing. Okay. it's uh, We've had it from a couple of different places, and all of it is good.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: It's, all of it has been good. It's just tremendous.
1: All right. Uh, $2 from Ryan saying, Can we laugh at Vegas and Ottawa for the Dadunov trade?
0: The, the most I've never seen my hockey-loving fiancé more interested in a story than she is in, this. <laughs> in she Ottawa's is,
1: incompetence.
0: She is all about this. Like, She's like, how did this happen? You'd have to think that somebody along the way is talking to somebody, and they know this, right? How do you not have this? How do you not look at Cap Friendly and see that this is all? And I'm just like, yeah, babe. Totally. <laughs> I, think every, I think everybody in the hockey world agrees with you. This <laughs> is the weirdest thing. <laughs>
1: Yep, it's definitely a strange one. Uh, I don't know what to tell you on that one. And lastly, a ridiculously generous super chat from Jake. Uh, I promised I'd donate five for every win. Haven't since the last 20, and Dr. Dubs has racked up quite the bill. Thank you for the daily free content, DNVR. Appreciate the $100 so much, Jake. That's ridiculous. You should right? probably wear a nah, I said $300. Around. I don't think the, they quite made it.
0: the commitment of this was a bad season for the commitment of $5 per win. <laughs>
1: so funny story about this. In elementary school, I actually had to do a project on. It was like the 90s or something. And a big part of it was the Macarena. And I did the dance wrong.
2: Wait, I'm, hold on hold on what so uh, you had to do so this is history for you in elementary school yeah. you were doing something on the 90s okay yeah. got it I, I was just making sure okay i had to do
0: in fourth grade theater class we had to do the macarena as like our thing that we did you're like
1: dance that year or whatever yeah, yeah. god damn it was the old. macarena it, it was still the 90s when i was doing it for the record okay <laughs> Uh, I, no, I can't, I don't remember <laughs> the moves. I don't remember the moon. Like, I could do, like, this part, and then it's like that, and then after that, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and 20 more dollars from Andrew. Wow. Uh, McDavid is great, but Mac is better at lull, and FML definitely meant AJ. He <laughs> definitely will visit. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right now, Winnipeg is, like, in this weird limbo where all of the snow is starting to melt. Cause it's gotten quite warm here, but there's so much of it that like the sidewalks are flooded, <laughs> like just giant fucking ponds. And then at night it gets cold enough that they refreeze and then it gets warm during the day so that it melts. And then the snow keeps melting. And then at night it refreezes and it creates this really weird, like fog like thing just on the ground. It's, the weirdest thing i'm so fascinated by it every day I, w- I wake up and i look out the window and i start talking to z about the weather and i'm like i've got to be the most boring <laughs> husband in waiting on the planet
2: is it ice snow is it where it like melts enough to where then it freezes and then there's like this sheen on the top layer of the snow yeah it's kind of
0: like that it's so awkward yeah i'm I'm fascinated by it maybe tomorrow i'll take a video and be like look at this weird shit
2: (laughs) hashtag wintry mix that's what i used to tell people being from northern minnesota i was like you know see like in colorado it's cool because it snows and then it melts away and it's nice for a while i was like in minnesota bemidji it was like the first snow is the last snow to melt in the springtime. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works there. It like up. it just keeps piling up. It's like insane. Yeah. Everywhere the you foot. go, there's just like seventeen foot piles of snow everywhere.
0: Yeah, our our front yard has has not existed because it's just been all snow since I yeah. got here. Yeah. <laughs> and now now we actually see one of the little uh blocks, one of the cement things that's the walkway that goes around the side of the house so we saw we, we saw part of one of them today um after it rained and melted a bunch of the snow it just it, it's low-key like never having experienced it It's fucking
2: fascinating. i mean it's it's great too because like uh, where i'm from bemidji again um in the winter time the lake it's it's a big lake they have a road system over the lake where they go in and put road signs in <laughs> because the ice fishermen, like you pay for your lots yeah. and then they put their lots out. But the greatest thing in the winter time, like I used to live on the other side of the lake from Bemidji, across the lake from where I went to school. You could snowmobile Just or drive your car through, yeah. on the lake across, which cut <laughs> off about 15 minutes from your commute time. It was awesome. There you go. <laughs> take, take the winter winds where you can get them.
1: Yeah. Uh any final thoughts on this game?
0: I mean we haven't really talked about the overtime too much, but how fucking funny is it that they just now send Val Nechushkin out there, <laughs> yeah, they, they win the faceoff, they give him the puck and they're like, Go do something. Just do the thing, Val <laughs> and try and win the game. And if it doesn't work, then they're like, Alright, we'll try it. we'll retry this. Yeah. Yeah,
2: he was pretty we'll close pull it back to... out
0: we'll try something
2: else yeah. right he was pretty close to yeah. splitting that deep it almost
0: worked Dude, yeah. he did it and he just didn't finish Yeah, like he got in there and it was like and then gargoyle showed back up and you were like god damn this
2: fucking gargoyle has just been around all game man me and rudo are talking we're like so is this just the lineup you start with and then if you win the face off you just switch out everybody that's out there so like yeah. you know Nuke goes off McKinnon comes on well, Kadri comes yeah. off so, so Kadri, goes, comes on. Kadri
0: goes off after winning the faceoff yeah. Nuke makes the one on one play <laughs> goes and does something sick then wins the puck battle if he doesn't score Yeah. then gets the puck to Taves and then Taves waits McKinnon is on the ice now for Kadri Taves waits for Nachushkin to get off <laughs> Taves gives the puck to McKinnon then, then gets you know, off and my car comes on, and then McKinnon and somebody else go do something crazy then. <laughs> there you yeah. go. And You're welcome. I have your OT strategy. <laughs> it, it worked this
1: time. Uh, the overtime was a total mess, but super awesome. We talked about the goal already. But yeah. It, yeah. It, it it was fun to see a couple bounces go the Avs way in overtime because it, it did feel like McDavid just falls
0: over so the Avs can get to a
1: puck, a, a helmet pops off. Well,
0: totally got lucky in the time. Yeah. But you know, you know what? That's where that's where you're talking about. That's a great situation of like you're making your own luck
1: yeah. because
0: Kadri's driving in with the with with the puck. That whole situation doesn't happen if Kadri doesn't decide to just drive the net with the puck and go right at Darnell Nurse. You know, like they get lucky with it, but also they're in that situation because they put themselves in that situation. Yep.
1: For real. So uh, look, so, totally got a
0: totally got good breaks in overtime and then capitalized on them.
1: <laughs> Avs, Avs did the thing. They went again there. There's like an actual chance that they reach 100 points before anyone in the central reaches 80. So, uh, I
0: mean, I think that would be it would be
1: a surprise, but it's they, no. they would
0: need to win three games and have all of Minnesota, Nashville and San it would, pretty much it, it, it would take
1: games. a lot, but it's possible, which is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I mean there's a there's a very real possibility that they clinch the division before any other team can get to ninety points.
1: Yep. I think it's it's very real at that point. So
0: I mean they're sitting at ninety-five right now. <laughs> yep. Okay. So they're sitting at ninety-five points. How many points do you think any of the even the second play, how many points Minnesota, Nashville, St. Louis? How many do they finish with?
2: Like, like maybe like ninety like yeah. eight. Yeah, the national talk was ninety six to get in. In the okay, West. so I'm not talking
0: about making the postseason. I'm just saying, how many do? How many points do those
2: teams finish with? Well, because
0: um, like they may not statistically clinch when they get to like a hundred and four, but in realistic terms,
1: they'll have clinched. Yeah, yeah.
0: They will have because it's like okay, you know, even if these guys you know go crazy and they win seven of ten. They still fall five short the uh, five five points short of this or whatever, <laughs> yeah, you know? Right. Like it's just like holy crap. So we're not talking magic numbers yet in terms of like mathematical clinching, but I mean we kind could, of are. You're you're really not that far away from that conversation. Also, I think it's interesting after the Carolina game. Carolina took over. I think they passed Colorado for first place after that game, or they were tied with them. Like, yeah, I think they, they were, were tied, they, but like had a the tiebreaker
1: like, or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're right on it, right? Yeah, yeah. the Abs now seven points up.
2: Yep. Oops, <laughs> whoops, whoopsie,
1: and they're about to get Lekkonen to make them better and Cogliano too. So
0: right, they're well, and like they're about to get better. Yep. And and they they're about to get better with the deadline moves, and then they're going to get better again because Sam Gerard's going to come back, and Bowen and Byron might come back, and Gabe Landeskog it sounds like is coming back before the postseason. Yep. So like you're, this is going to be, this is, girl please. <laughs> Leave it at that. We're going to get out of know, here. I don't know. What to say. I don't even know what we're going to talk about yeah. tomorrow. What what stone is left on? I don't.
1: I, I, I don't. I don't know. the The team's real good. Just say that for 45 minutes. Uh, We're going to get out of here. We love you all so much, chat. Thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate it a ton. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow talking about stuff and things. Not the trade deadline, thank God. Uh, Those days are over. Yeah. (laughs) Other stuff now. Uh, We love you all. We will talk to you on the next one.